movies that well, we saw? Well, uh, we're recording the bonus content now because we need to get into the habit of doing it more. But no, I've been playing uh, Persona 5. Oh, nice. And, I haven't yeah, started yet. <clears throat> well, do you mind if I talk some spoilers? A I little bit. I don't really care. I'll try and not, like, spoil any of the big stuff, because, I mean, like, you get into the opening, like, scene, and you see all the characters, or you look at the box art, and it's got all the characters on it. Yeah. And you know there's going to be, like, social links. Yeah. And, uh, like, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Persona 4, they came out with a golden version of it, where you had the option to play as a male or female character, and so if you play it as... And so if you played as a female character, you got to, uh, like, go with all the social links that you normally don't get to go to. Mm. So, like, you get to date guys instead of girls. Because it's very heteronormative. And, uh, yeah. But uh, I was trying to figure out if you could do that without needing to, like, change any of the characters in Persona 5. Because, like, one of the things is there's maybe three or four... No, I think there's, like... Yeah, there's, like, three or four age-appropriate girls that you can date in the game. And then it's like, oh, you can date your teacher. Oh, you can date a doctor who, like, you're 16 or so, and she's, like, in her at least late 20s. Uh, and... It's just, like, problematic on a level. Uh, there's a journalist that you can date. What country made Japan? this game? Yeah. Japan. I know. Yeah. But you're not, like, dating underage people, which is the thing. Yeah. I mean, well, you can date someone who's a freshman and you're, like, a junior, but that's as close as it gets. Okay. But it's, like... Four people are age-appropriate, four people aren't, and I was trying to figure out, like, what guys you could date were you playing a female character to see if it would be, like, an even-gender thing. Because there's, like, Ryuji, who's the bad boy, who people seem to really hate. I love him because he's a garbage teen, and you know my feelings on garbage teens. Mm Mm-hmm. There's uh, Yusuke, the artsy guy, who... Took a while for me to like him as a character, but now I do. There's Sojiro, who is more or less your guardian in the game. And if you had a relationship with him, that would be horribly unethical for like the part of uh, both of you. There's a politician who you can work under who's like in his 40s or 50s. Which would be ridiculous. Uh, there's the teen boy detective, uh, Ketchy, who he's age appropriate. He's just boring garbage. And then there's uh, EY, who's the guy who sells you guns. And he is fantastic. Um, oh, and then there's... Uh, whiny teen boy uh who does your blog for you and 
it's like there's a pretty even balance there, but it's like just a very, very weird game, and I'd sort of love to see that they do just bring over all of the uh, relationships and don't try and change anything, because I feel like it might make it less horrible by comparison. Oh, wait, wait no, you're saying the game's horrible? No, no. It just has some very big ethical questions in regards to who you can have relationships with. Ah, gotcha. Uh, also, I was wrong. There are a lot more age-appropriate female characters you can date than there would be uh, male characters. So Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Persona 5 is a game where you can hire your teacher to come over in a maid outfit and clean your room. So, video games. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm planning on playing that after I finish Andromeda and... What's it called? Horizon Zero Dawn. Hmm. Yeah, I... Which I will do once the finals are done this weekend. Nice. Yeah, I got done with finals in Persona, and now it's been summer vacation. Nice. Destroyed the internet. Um, Yeah. I haven't really seen any movies since I think we last talked. Because I mentioned I saw my entire high school sinking into the sea in Colossal mm-hmm. last weekend. And we didn't really talk about Guardians all that much. It's because it hadn't come out yet. We did our podcast on Wednesday. Oh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, uh, I ended up not going to see El Mariachi because I got sick last weekend. Ooh, that stinks. Yeah. So I ended up spending like 70 bucks and buying all of the uh, six-gun books because it was on sale. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, we didn't even do a free comic book day special. No, we did not. That was horribly we got busy. Sick. Yeah, I mean, you can still hear me sort of snorting or making other sounds as I yes. get over the last vestiges. But, you know, I'm taking care of myself. I ate... Mm, the mostly untouched cheese bread that I ordered from Domino's last night for nice. breakfast, lunch. I'm living my best life. For sure. Mm-hmm. Nothing's better than a good old-fashioned cheese bread. But yeah, uh, let, let's talk Guardians. I enjoyed it. I do want to see it again when I'm not starting to undergo being sick. Yeah, I think actually I might be seeing it later today. I'll wait for a second time. Nice. Yeah, well, maybe we should uh, wait until we see it a second time to talk about it more. I am also going to try and see American Werewolf in London. Oh, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. By everybody's favorite dad of a shitty writer, Max Landis. John Landis. Yes. Yeah. Did you like Guardians 2 better than Guardians 1? Ah, they're very different feeling movies, I feel. I feel that they are very different movies. Also, Guardians 2 seem to have so many more dick jokes in it, and talk about the penis. That there were. And I am kind of sad that they cut out the stuff that they recorded that would have introduced Simon Williams, but I understand why they did it. Yes. Yeah, me too. Cyrus is in the movie. Yes, she is. 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, for, with, with that one, for me, I liked I liked um, Ego more than I did um, Ronan. Oh, yeah. Ego. Just because in terms of villains, we actually had like a bit more of a fleshed out character. I'd say Ego is the best villain we've had as far as development. Yes. Yeah, I could get behind that, actually. Because, like, he had motivation, he had development as a character. It wasn't just, oh, I want to destroy all the planets from the start. The marketing did a good job of adding in that swerve where you thought that the uh, supremacy or whatever they were were going to be the villains. Yeah. And, I mean, in the end, it sort of leaves a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked it. And had I seen King Arthur by the last time we saw, talked? Yeah. Uh, and I, I was going to... Because I saw I it again, actually. To, oh. I was going to see it this week, but I really needed to do laundry because I was just horribly sick and sweating over the weekend. But feel Ooh, free to talk good. about it I keep muting myself because I need to make gross noises. Oh, no. I mean, that's fair because I talked about it a bit last week. But I did see one other new movie this week. I saw Ooh. Alien Covenant. And... I actually liked it a lot. Nice. Now, I don't know if you know, but uh, Prometheus was the first Alien movie that I saw. Oh, that doesn't surprise me, because I know when you saw Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to be a big Brady Cat when it came to spooky movies. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I mean, did you like Prometheus? There's the big question. I don't remember it. And I also, like Prometheus, because everyone like, hates on Prometheus. I'm like, it wasn't like a stellar film, but I don't think it deserves all the hate that it gets. Oh, no. Like, it was a very good movie. It was just... It had a dream logic that people had issues with. Yeah. Which kind of continues a little bit in this one, but with less plot holes. Yeah. And they, I mean, this one, they kind of like, it basically, I really liked it. It kicks all the boxes for what an alien movie needs to be. And then it continues on a bit of the plot from Prometheus. And we get one of the hottest scenes ever in film history, which is Michael Fassbender making out with Michael Fassbender. Yes! And by that, I okay. mean just one brief kiss. But it was great. Oh. Because we have... Da yeah, because David from the first movie is back. And then there's a new Michael Fassbender robot. Back at it on his bullshit. And they're like, yeah. And then David's like, let's kiss. And he does. Well, I'd like to know where you got the motion. Rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat, don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat, don't let the giant ring that's rolling kill you. And there was like a big twist that like I thought was super obvious, but then they actually did a good job of them making me doubt what I thought was super obvious, but that it was what, what I thought it was. What? I agree, secondary Devin. What? Yeah. That's a, that sounds good. I will try and get to see it, because I was going to be like, oh, this weekend I can... Or next... Oh, no. <sighs> this is going to be another crazy week for me. 
but I should be able to see it because it's like tomorrow is Mother's Day and mm-hmm. Monday is Miracle Monday. How are you celebrating Miracle Monday? I don't know what Miracle Monday is, Luke. Miracle Monday is the day that the entire Earth feel, felt really good and they weren't entirely sure why. And it was because Superman had defeated a Satan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's from a uh, Elliot S. Magan book that he wrote back in like the 1980s when the first Superman movie had come out. Like he wrote two. One was more of an origin story and then the second one was about him defeating Satan, and he was friends with Ray Bradbury, who led him into a gentleman's club, and Lex Luthor escaped prison by going vegan. Interesting. It's really good. It's just crazy. And uh, they did a re-release of it this year, so if you've got the uh, free Kindle uh, Reedy thing, you can read it on that. But, uh, yeah, Monday night I'm doing a Injustice release party, and it's oh, also yeah, Miracle Monday. Yeah, so I'm going to try and teach people about the true path of Superman by nice. doing trivia and the normal pop quiz stuff, because it's a Multiversal Q-sponsored event, which means that I put money into it for the false idea that we might get more listeners. We might. Yay! Yeah. Oh, yeah, how did the thing at the library go? Uh, well, you know how I mentioned I was really sick? Yep. Um, and you know how I got comics, but none of them are really kid-friendly? Yep. Uh, it, it went sort of what you can expect. The, uh... This is sort of how you can expect it. I also recorded video of that, which I'll probably put up as a bonus content because I don't necessarily feel super good about putting it up on YouTube. But yeah, I made it through the presentation. It was shorter than I thought. And I also used the word fictional places to describe Narnia, hell, and also heaven. So I may have offended some people with that. Good times, everybody. Good job, Luke. Mm-hmm. I also used the phrase orrery of worlds and mentioned some other things that will be relevant to this week's Justice League episode. Justice League-centric episode. So. <sighs> Comics. Comics um, is right. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think I have much else. Okay, well, I don't know. I feel like we could probably release this as an otherworldly conversations because we haven't done one of those for a while, and it's sort of our free comic book day special where we also talk about dating and persona games and yep. movies. So, yeah, we'll we'll probably do that then. Or I guess did you buy any good comics or get any good comics for free comic book day? The only book that I wanted to get, I was unable to get uh, a copy of. That was the Bad Machinery Free Comic Book Day special. And then... You didn't get the Secret Empire Free Comic Book Day special, Luke? Nope. Like, I only was... You should have. I didn't read the Secret Empire part yet, but it did have the Chip Zdarsky. uh... Oh, yeah, I heard that was great. Yeah, it is great. I'm very excited for a new series. 
Ow, I just snorted so hard to clear my nose that I hurt my brain. Um, but yeah, no, I good. I was pretty miserable for that entire free comic book day, so I left the event at like 1 o'clock and came home and bought all of Six Gun. So Nice. Yeah, so that's on my comiXology, so if you ever want to read a weird, spooky western, you're always able to now. Awesome. It's got I was a trying to get the tick. I couldn't find the tick anywhere. I don't know if they had one this year. No, there was. They had a, oh, there There's was a always lot a tick. Less, there was a lot less small publishers. Yeah, there were. Like there just seemed like a lot less books just in general. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, because normally there were, like, the bronze-level books. Uh, okay, yeah, there was a uh, Tick volume this year. There was the I Hate Image, which was quite uh, entertaining. Yeah, the uh, library that I went to uh, was a interesting event. Um I found out after that pretty much all of the uh, stores that the library tried to contact to go to were like, yeah, no, we're not advertising your event. This is our day to sell books. And it's like, yeah, nope, that's a very reasonable thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, I talked to uh, Gib, who runs the Fantastic Store, the Laughing Ogre, and he was like, yeah, what they should have done is ran the event on Sunday then we would love to have people. Then you could have gotten more creators to come out. And you wouldn't have been competing with people who make a living off of this. Oh, Which yeah. I agree. Oh, I completely agree. So, I'll see about talking to the guy who organized it. Because he's still learning. And the comics industry is a weird thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, agreed. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, like I know, like the source, like the place I go to, like they spend twenty thousand dollars on the free comics and such, because like this is their big day. Yeah, so you don't want some jabronis coming in and taking your audience when you oh yeah you exactly directing people. Hmm. Yep. <sighs> cool. Well, I... Uh, oh, wait, there's one thing I bought we can talk about because now we can insert all the songs into every episode now of our podcast. What? Yesterday, I purchased Bob's Burgers, the music album, with over 100 songs from the entire first six seasons. Oh, jeez, I'm cheese em. That's like the uh, Simpsons albums, but even bigger. Yeah. It's like it, the, it's fantastic. I have the one with the uh, Sherry Bobbins and the uh, Scorpio song on it. Oh, oh nice! That Simpsons album it was a good one. But yeah, that is. And then a it good comes. It, it comes with like a little seven-inch album that has uh, Saint Vincent doing one of the songs, and then the National doing three of the songs. Huh. Very but more cool. importantly, it has my favorite song, which is Electric Love. Do you watch Bob's Burgers, Luke? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sunday when I was recovering from being sick, I got caught up on Bob's Burgers, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Last Man on Earth. I'm a little bit behind on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Are you watching Last Man on Earth? No. 
We always have this discussion. It's that show that I need to, to watch, but I haven't. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that this summer. I think it would be a reasonable... I've watched, like, the first couple episodes. Like, I enjoyed it. I just, yeah. like, fell behind and then never caught up. It's such a weird, high-concept show, and also, it's... It is not afraid to uh, just immediately get rid of a character. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this is a good stopping point, because we are going to have a long conversation on Rock of Ages, so... Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, and please support us on Patreon if you don't already, because we didn't know this was going to be a bonus episode for everybody when we started. Uh, see you on the next